Don't wash your breasts, folks. Please, Monroe. Please, Monroe. Please, Monroe. Welcome to another episode of Calling Monroe. Gucci, how are you feeling? Hi, I'm fine. <laughs> okay, that's some mixed emotions right there. Yeah. Uh, it's late. It's it's almost so 11 late. p.m. here for me in the land of Danes. Uh, so should we just call Monroe real fast and try to get this this show on the yeah. proverbial road yeah. so I can go to snooze. Mm. All right, let's come and row. What's up, folks? Hey, Monroe. Uh, what's up? I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. Yeah. Oh, shit. What? what? <laughs> I don't know what I was going to say. <laughs> All right, cool. Uh, Monroe, are you? Do you have that like Schwepp uh, Galsi? Do you know what that means? No. It's like the the sleepy zoomies. It's like when you get a little bit hyperactive and weird because you're tired. Uh, no, I don't. I'm get, Work was easy today. I was like, I was there for over twelve hours, but it wasn't hard work in the slightest. You know, I was just chilling. Well, I wasn't chilling, but it was nice pace. I'm I'm ready to I'm ready to go. I'm ready to rock. Nice. You should. Call your work and tell them to pay you less for today because it was so easy. <laughs> Has COVID killed everyone already? Maybe, maybe. Aren't you guys getting a longer lockdown? Wasn't that a thing today? Uh, I haven't seen the news on that. Uh, that's a bit sad. I think. Well, I mean, they're gonna. I think he's gonna re-present uh, some shit on the twenty-second of February. Oh my! I don't know. Days. Oh my yes, goodness sir. gracious me! Great balls of fire. Lock inside every Monroe's in the UK. Yeah, that was a an awfully crafted sentence by you. <laughs> <laughs> um, could I real? I could really mix things up a bit. Yeah, yeah, do it. In that we haven't had a voicemail in ages, and I have a voicemail, and we could just go fucking wild and do the voicemail Very early good, on. Good. Yes. Holy shit! I mean, if it's a, have you listened to the voicemail already? That's crazy. No. Okay, yeah. I mean, let's hope it's uh, conducive to some conversezy. Conversezy. Yeah, let's uh, do it. Fuck it. All right, nice. Yeah, I mean, it's a Wednesday night. We can go hard. Call Monroe, call Monroe, call Monroe. I'm leaving a voice note for Monroe and Ranger and Gucci. Hi, the Calling Monroe team. I'm going to stop talking in a silly accent now. My question this week on the show is, I understand in Iceland that breastfeeding is the most normal thing in the world and us prudish Brits think it's a bit weird. So my question to you is, what do you think about a lactating woman, um, a man, asking if he can try some breast milk from the teat of a lactating woman, presumably his partner. Does that fill you with um, a disproportionate horror because um, the breast milk is for the baby? Or are you somewhat more chill about it um, than the average British person because you're just more chill about breastfeeding in general? Uh, I look forward to hearing your thoughts. 
That was an excellent okay. start. That was yeah. a that was a good first, start. This, first things first, this guy has left too many voicemails. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you told us to say one. <laughs> we, we can't say too many voicemails. He's a reliable supporter of the show. <laughs> yeah. That's true. That is true. We, I mean, as much as I officially hate him because he said some horrible things about me, <laughs> uh, then I do appreciate it, and I guess we all appreciate it. Um, I hate this breastfeeding debate because just... Uh, man, it's so like just stop caring about things you shouldn't care about. Stop caring if people are breastfeeding. Uh, like right? Uh, yeah, but I, his question wasn't so much about breastfeeding. No, it was no. how would and you I'm feel just commenting about on the first thing that he said? Yeah, 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 yeah. But I feel yeah. like the second thing. So I want to I want a tangent because there's a uh, a place in Iceland uh, called Laundromat Cafe. Shout out if they want to sponsor us. Who like have a little advertisement outside about like how they're breastfeeding friendly and all this sort of shit. And all they're doing is pandering to tourists because everywhere in Iceland is breastfeeding friendly because shut the fuck up. Nice. It's fine. So it, that pissed me off, first of all. Uh, second of all, haven't we discussed this on the podcast? The, yeah. the breast, the drinking breast milk from your, whether it would be weirder from, yeah, I thought I asked you, I like, would you rather have from your mom or from Mel? And you said Mel. I mean, a hundred percent male, but I don't remember that. So I've been discussing. I have discussed it a few times with Leo and my other mate Ibby. So Ibby's kind of started to use it as a bit of a a bit of a litmus test for who's worth being friends with. And I think when he meets people now, very early on, he asks them this question. Not so much mm-hmm. because he's swayed by whether they go for a yes, that's fine, or a no, that's not fine, but more on the basis of do they find it a question that is interesting to answer or do they just are they just freaked out by the question they're like oh i'm not answering that ah oh, very good that i yeah. i can respect that very very much because those that is an excellent litmus test for who's worth talking to yeah maybe that's our skill of the week already yeah. we've, we've already bashed out the voicemail and the skill of the week holy shit but <laughs> goodbye folks you guys can just turn it off yeah <laughs> fuck uh, yes, I guess the skill that we get slightly broader though than just this question. It's like find a a question that you don't really care about the answer to, but you like it is reflective of the type of conversation that you want to have mm. and that you find interesting, and just ask people that. And if they don't care, then you should not care about them. Yeah, yeah. And if they live or die, if <laughs> you. <laughs> What? <laughs> right. Uh, I think there was a thing in India, wasn't there? Or maybe I've spoken about this before as well. If we've if we've covered this topic, uh, where one of the most Google things in India was my husband wants me to breastfeed him. Mm, yeah, yeah. I think you mentioned this. That's kind of weird. I mean, that's it's horrible. This is, like people always have to sexualize things that aren't don't need to be sexualized. You but, know. But at least to answer the question, right? I wouldn't ask for drinking this milk, but. I do not care that if it's consented by both parties. I don't care. Just do it. Yeah, I agree with that. I, think I agree. W- I agree with that in principle. But also, if <laughs> I found out that one of my friends was getting a reasonable proportion of their calories by sucking on the teat of their lactating partner, there uh, there would be something unsettling about that knowledge. <laughs> <laughs> what if it was just she's just a, a hyper producer? And the baby gets more than enough already, and there's lots to spare. Surely it's just, it makes sense. That's just good economics, really. Yeah, exactly. It makes sense physically. It makes sense in every possible way. 
Yeah. 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 So stop shaming them for being fiscally responsible. But then, but then, I guess it's the same side of me that would also happily have milk from a carton, but probably wouldn't go and suck on a cow's nipple. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like there's not really that much difference. But I still wouldn't do the other one. In fact, if anything, the milk from the cow's nipple is probably going to be creamier. Yeah, but it's not pasteurized and stuff. Like it's there's some, and I mean cows. You don't know what's on that teat. You don't know where it's been. They just cut off. Oh, they just often poop there <laughs> mm. just to start to mention that yeah we might as well get poop out the way as well uh, there's the, we're talking about teats and unintentional consequences there was a a program at one stage to try and encourage mothers and i can't remember where it was in sub-saharan africa but it was somewhere in sub-saharan africa where they were trying to encourage mothers to clean their breasts first prior to breastfeeding their child to try and reduce the rate of diarrhea in children. But then mm. the rate of diarrhea actually increased because the mother's breasts weren't that dirty, but their hands were. And then they were just rubbing their hands all over their breasts. Yeah. Um, mm. And the breasts more dirty. Very good. Yeah. Don't wash your breasts, folks. Yeah, you heard it here first. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if you would have said that out of context, you could cut that out of context and it would sound so wrong. I think so we've you got mean the it's intro. Gonna be pre-roll, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, fine, fine. Yeah, uh, I hate this. I hate the breastfeeding debate though because I feel like it's a fully manufactured debate. It's like, uh, have I mentioned this before? When people don't like the word moist. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you have. Yeah. I feel like it's the exact same. No one would have this opinion if they weren't force-fed this opinion by other people who also didn't originally have this opinion. Like, no one hates the word moist. Nobody cares about breastfeeding until some stupid fuck tells them that someone else hates breastfeeding, and then they either choose to hate breastfeeding or hate the people that supposedly hate breastfeeding. I feel like none of this actually exists in the real world. It's just a propagation of some, like, made-up bullshit. It's like saying Shawshank Redemption is your favorite movie. Yeah, exactly. It's the same. It's only, like, that's only a thing because someone originally said it was. It's like when people say that Die Hard is their favorite Christmas movie. Have I also said this? Yeah, but that's like that's not real. That's not a real debate. No one thinks this. It's only a thing because someone has was crazy and said it. I hate these sorts of things. Fuck these things. <laughs> you, you're grumpy, Wagner. <laughs> I just this sort of thing really grinds my gears. Like a, a a fully manufactured debate about shit that no one actually ever thought. Yeah, and someone's gonna be like, oh, but some people do really hate women and hate breastfeeding. Like, yeah, sure, whatever. But like they don't represent a large enough pr- proportion to to spring up naturally in society. This was fully manufactured. I, I will die on this hill. I often ask two questions when I want to know how people are. Mm. I ask, how did you like Avatar, the movie? <laughs> and then I ask, how did you like Locked Up, the movie? Oh, very good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I always ask these two sure. questions. And if someone says, Avatar is good, Locked Up is bad, I don't like you anymore. You know what, that's nice. the right Avatar, way around for that to be. If you say so Avatar, Avatar is not good and, and Knocked Up is really good, then I like you. Avatar is just a shitty remake of Pocahontas. I was going to say yeah. that. Avatar is literally Pocahontas. Uh, and Knocked Up is great. Yeah. It's the only thing, it's the only performance by Catherine Hagel or whatever where I don't hate her. Yeah, yeah, that's right. <laughs> right? She's good in that. Yeah. And there's that pink eye scene. 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Knocked Up is great. I want to watch Knocked Up. Yeah. I just watched Tropic Thunder for the first time the other day. Holy oh, there's a film that would not get made now. <laughs> where, uh... I, I was thinking that the entire time, but maybe it would because it's the whole thing is absurdist humor, right? The whole point of it is that none of it is good. It's not promoting any of the things that it does. No, you no. think Robert Downey Jr. would black up now? I mean, the, he the, did the, then. The idea was it's that it was that lame. not long ago. The idea in the movie was that it was lame. That it was insane. Yeah, that was a that joke. Was <laughs> <laughs> that was a joke. Yeah, that it was, like, insensitive and <laughs> racist and horrible. <laughs> like, that's the joke. So, sure, it should get made still. There's a really funny interview with, you know, Tom Cruise. He's always this intense guy. Yeah. And uh, there's this really funny interview where he's talking about being part of that film. And he's he's talking really intensely. And then I just phoned the producer and I just said, I want to dance and I want to have fat hands. And, the, <laughs> and in the film, he's got fat hands and he dances. He's got the fattest hands. He's, the fattest, he's got insanely fat hands. Yeah. God, he's, he is so good. Everyone is so good in that movie. <laughs> and there are so many great actors in that movie. Yeah. Like, every single role is played by someone crazy. <laughs> it's awesome. I need to rewatch Tropic Thunder, actually. Yeah, it's good. I I never truly believed that it was that great. I knew that it was probably good, but not, like, great. But turns out it's great. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm, I love it now. Oh, well, you know what? Actually, this is a perfect uh, sponsor opportunity. I downloaded Audible, so we definitely need to get oh, a very good. Audible link Audible. for the podcast. Yeah. And I've been listening to Guns, Germs, and Steel, which I actually think our uh, favorite supporter of the show, Leo Gundel, was the one who tipped me off to listen to that. Mm-hmm. And it's just a lesson on nuance and the fact that everyone's a cunt. These are two things that I am a staunch believer in. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so it's me too, me too. <laughs> it's a book about why why was it that Europe ended up colonizing a lot of the world, but rather than any other part of the world colonizing the rest of the world. And there's just there is just so much nuance to it, like the fact that Australia and uh, the Aborigines didn't end up farming or end up end up what's the word when you get an animal and you domesticating. There we go. Thank you. Didn't end up domesticating any animals because whereas a lot of the animals in Africa where humans originated, they co-evolved. So they had time to adapt to each other. Whereas humans rapidly turn up in somewhere like Australia and then they just wipe out all the big game and all the animals they could have actually domesticated. Mm. And then they don't have the opportunity then because they've killed everything to domesticate everything. Whereas then in other places where they've co-evolved, they don't wipe them out so quickly and then they have time to actually domesticate them. Mm. And then if you don't have domestication of animals and, and plants, then you don't have farming. And if you don't have farming, you can't have specialists because everyone needs to be looking for their own food and everyone needs to be doing the hunting gathering business. Whereas as soon as you got farming, you can then get specialists, you can then get soldiers. And then there's a, lot, a billion other reasons which add to go into the mix to try and take into account. But what's interesting as well, actually, is that farming is not actually better than hunting, than being a hunter and hunter gatherer for the farmer. And they think that the actual hours and effort put in 
for the farmer is much the same as for as if they were hunter gathering. The only difference, but they can just feed more people. Well, I mean, yeah, that makes sense. It's not about the farmer; it's about the society, bro. Yeah, but yeah, but but they they have koalas. Koalas are the worst. Why? Koalas are why? Koalas are. Have you, there's like a Reddit post, uh, like a, a legendary Reddit comment about koalas. Uh, I'll find it. And this person just absolutely massacres koalas. Same as Robin. Read the whole thing because Robin Redbreasts. They're assholes as well. Are they? Yeah. But these are. So this guy says, "I'm. I'm just going to read the whole thing because it's awesome." Uh, but it's long. <laughs> right. Strap yourselves in, guys. Koalas are fucking horrible animals. They have one of the smallest brain-to-body ratios of any mammal. Additionally, their brains are smooth. A brain is folded to increase the surface area for neurons. If you present a koala with leaves plucked from a branch laid on a flat surface, the koala will not recognize it as food. Oh. <laughs> they are too <laughs> thick to adapt their feeding behavior to cope with change. In a room full of potential food, they can literally starve to death. Speaking of stupidity and food, one of the likely reasons for their primitive brains is the fact that additionally to being poisonous, eucalyptus leaves, the only thing they eat, have almost no nutritional value. They can't afford the extra energy to think. They sleep more than 80% of their fucking lives. When they're awake, all they do is eat shit and occasionally scream like fucking Satan. Uh, Because eucalyptus leaves hold such little nutritional value, koalas have to ferment the leaves in their guts for days on end. Unlike their brains, they have the largest hindgut-to-body ratio of any mammal. Many herbivorous mammals have adaptations to cope with harsh plant life taking its toll on their teeth. Rodents, for instance, have teeth that never stop growing. Koalas are no exception. When their teeth erode down to nothing, they resolve the situation by starving to death. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Being mammals, koalas raise their joeys on milk. Admittedly, one of the lowest milk yields to body ratio. (laughs) When the young joey needs to transition from rich, nourishing substances like milk to eucalyptus... It finds it does not have the necessary gut flora to digest the leaves. To remedy this, the young joey begins nuzzling its mother's anus until she leaks a little diarrhea, which he then proceeds to slurp on. This partially digested plant matter gives him just what he needs to start developing his digestive system. Uh, Of course, he may not even have needed to bother nuzzling his mother. She may have been suffering from incontinence. Why? Because koalas are riddled with chlamydia. In some areas, (laughs) the infection rate is 80% or higher. (laughs) This statistic isn't helped by the fact that one of the few other activities koalas will spend their precious energy on is rape. (laughs) Despite being seasonal breeders, males seem to either not know or care and will simply overpower a female regardless of whether she's ovulating. If she fights back, he may drag them both out of the tree, which brings us full circle to the brain. Koalas have a higher than average quantity of cerebrospinal fluid in their brains. This is to protect their brains from injury should they fall from a tree. (laughs) An animal so thick it has its own little built-in special ed helmet. I fucking hate them. (laughs) That's koalas, apparently. Nice. Rebuttals? The other... Going back a little bit is... uh, so, the, so I explained why nuance is important. But then the other thing is just about everyone being a cunt. And it's mm. basically not so much a case of why was it that Europeans colonized everywhere else, but why was it the Europeans colonized, had the opportunity to do it? Because the more I read this book, the more I realize that if any almost, almost any people in the world had the opportunity to just dominate the world, then they would have done it. And the, one of the examples they use is the Maori in New Zealand, where 
they heard about this little island and this little island could only have 2,000 people on it. That's the only, like, the land mass has a certain capacity of people it can support. And this island could only support about 2,000 people. And so because it was quite a small community, they kind of had to all live together in, in harmony. And so over time, they developed a, very, a real culture of peace and not being at war and resolving all their arguments uh, peacefully. And so hadn't developed any weapons and hadn't uh, didn't have anyone who was a soldier or anything like that. And the Maori hear about this and then just start fucking licking their lips and like, boys, (sighs) let's fucking go. And then just go and just turn turn the island into their slaves, kill a load of people and just absolutely dominate them. And I feel like that seems to be just the the natural response of people anywhere in the world from when I read this book. Yeah, I mean, everyone's a cunt. Yeah. Everyone. Yeah. Everyone's the same and everyone's a dickhead. Yeah. That's the thing. And like everything is nuanced insofar that you just, if you think someone's a cunt and someone's not, you just haven't looked closely enough at why the other person's also a cunt. <laughs> That's probably always true. Yeah. I agree. I hate everyone. So we, uh, yeah, we I knew this though. <laughs> I don't hate everyone the same way you do. I don't blame people for being cunts. I mean, <sighs> I just, I just feel like people could be better, you know? You don't have to be a cunt, you know? <laughs> like, you you do, ultimately, in certain ways, you do choose to be a cunt, right? Like, you don't wear your mask on the fucking metro or whatever. Like, you're being a cunt, and that's your choice, you know? Yeah. You don't put your fucking trolley away at the supermarket. Like, you're a cunt. Don't Just don't be that. This might be the the most number of times we've dropped the C-bomb. Yeah, hi, Hyman uh, Rose, parents. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What's up? Oh well, do they? Do you think they still listen? I don't know, but they can't be mad at me right now anyway. Because, but we need to bleep that out because we're not. All right, let's. Uh, I'll that, bleep that, it. But you I'll... know that's. Yeah. You know that's on Ragnar if he bleep bleeps it or not. Yeah, yeah. that's true. You have to keep me <laughs> it's happy. His decision. Yeah, you have to keep me I have bleeped things in the past in ways that, like, I think and you've been unhappy with my bleeping, right? You would rather I fully removed it. Uh, yeah. Yeah. My minor bleep was as far as I would go. (laughs) (laughs) See, I too am a cunt. (laughs) Of course You got so much power being the editor. I know. I know. Bitter news, bitter news, bitter news. I was reading a uh, a press, not a press, it's like a, a call for press to attend a press briefing for press releases so is that is that still a press release or is that like a in any case because i hurt my head a bit (laughs) also guys you can't you're obviously not on video but good just looked like he was sleeping mid-podcast there (laughs) yeah you literally leaned back so far that it was impossible for you to actually speak into your microphone (laughs) yeah i know why did you do that (laughs) It, it, I, I just needed to stretch to do it. Sure. <laughs> Whatever, man. So I, I'll say it again. It was, a, it was a release of some description on the internet advertising a press conference, right? Yes. So okay. is that still a press release? Does that count as a press release? I, and this is something you've been invited to? No, of course not. This is just, I'm just saying this. This is fully unimportant to what the story is actually about. Okay. Uh, yeah, there's still a press release. There's still a press okay, release. Okay, great. <laughs> great. Now I will get to the story. The European Space Agency, for the first time in however many years, are uh, on the 31st of March opening a call for uh, new astronauts 
They're going undergoing another astronaut selection process. Nice. This is interesting for a number of reasons, uh, including a specific reason that I will read out. And I sent this to Guillaume, and he didn't give a fuck. Mm. What did I write? Interesting. What did I answer? You said, wait, let me first read it, and then I'll say what you answered. Yeah, okay. European Space Agency seeks new astronauts. Uh, the first time in 11 years. Uh, and then some director general says a bunch of bullshit. And then he says, representing all parts of our society is a concern that we take very seriously. Diversity at ESA should not only address the origin, age, background, or gender of our astronauts, but also perhaps physical disabilities. To make this dream a reality, alongside the astronaut recruitment, I am launching the Parastronaut Feasibility Project, an innovation whose time has come. And who better as a candidate for a parastronaut than our resident Gucci? Yeah, and I, baby, let's get that yeah, application written. And you got the absolutely. brain spread. That ain't the problem. Yeah. You got it. You got the PhD behind you. Uh, and then he just said, he, I've said this to him, and he said that it was a hassle and he can't be bothered going into space. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What the fuck the, is that? The, th the thing is, I have nightmares about going to space. Yeah, but the, deal I, with it. Do you know what that would do for our li for our, our listener count? If that's you, all I'm you, thinking about. That's astronaut. all I'm thinking about. Oh, yeah. yeah. I should risk my life for that. Uh, yeah, and what do you think the chances of you not getting some sort of settlement from that parking lot is? If you're a fucking astronaut, of course yeah. they're going to settle with you. <laughs> yeah, of course. Also, you'd be Iceland's first astronaut, surely. I'm assuming Iceland's never had an astronaut before. So there was this... Uh, this Canadian, basically, he was like a Canadian astronaut, but he was of Icelandic heritage, so sometimes he's claimed. Hmm. But yeah, you would be, you would be the first on so many levels. I don't understand why you wouldn't just, just do this. I mean, we've all done scary things, like gone on roller coasters or whatever the fuck. This is the same. <laughs> it's the same thing, basically. Yeah. Kudon's <laughs> not even paying attention. That's how little <laughs> he cares. Not. Can you can you say that again? <laughs> how can you care so little about something so? fucking groundbreaking i don't want to go to space why don't do it for you do it for me no i'd be i'd be so hyped if you went to space yeah it's insane you sh you need to apply want... if you don't apply i'll slap you <laughs> that is cool though that they're doing that and it's quite exciting that they've got the first applications in 11 years no way yeah i mean because they they select a class and then they yeah yeah, yeah. you know the, they have astronauts and then they don't need more until they need more, right? How many applicants are they expecting? Like 10,000 or something? Uh, I don't know. Probably something like that. Probably tons. Obviously, the first, like, the majority get filtered out immediately because they're just bullshit. Because hmm. uh, literally everyone will apply. So they'll probably get, like, hundreds of thousands of applications. And out of those, like, a few thousand will be realistic. And then nice. they'll probably filter a bunch of those out. They have, I assume they have, like, a bunch of strict criteria. Like, NASA have... Like you need a, a PhD or at least a master's plus a bunch of work experience in like science and then blah, 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 blah. You need to be mm. super fit and all these things. So they, they filter out a lot of people on like medical history and all this shit. Yeah. But uh, I don't think I have the brains or the research experience to try. I don't think you need research experience because they take fucking fighter pilots. So you don't need brains or research experience. Hey, oh, I guess they're going to make the application process a ball ache so that people don't just apply on a whim. No, it's they're usually pretty doable in terms of applications. Nice. Maybe we should apply. I'm definitely applying. You should. 
But I don't think I'm not sure I can because Iceland's not in the European Space Agency, so it's probably oh bloody Brexit. Oh no, but you the the UK is in the European Space Agency. Nice. Okay. So it's all right. It's not an EU thing. Nice. Yeah. So you can because uh, Tim Peake is a is an astronaut. Yeah. He is. Yeah. Yeah, mate. So yeah, Tim Monroe Peake. and Gucci and Ranger together in space, broadcasting live, calling Monroe. <laughs> that, that would be sick. I feel like this podcast probably immediately disqualifies all of us from being selected yeah. as astronauts. <laughs> yeah, that's so true. I don't think they, they they want they don't they like want people who are going to be international representatives. And I think we've probably already said some opinions on this podcast that would just then be used against us. There are so yeah. many sound bites you don't want from your astronaut. <laughs> I think that's the problem. But if they can't handle us at our worst, you know. We meet the first aliens, and the first thing we say is, uh, "Would you would you suck suck milk from your girl your girlfriend's teat?" And they would be like, "That is how we say hello." <laughs> Speaking of meeting aliens, if if you met an alien and they were like, Shh, "Play us the best song in the world," what song mm. would you play? Tenacious D. This is the best song in the world. Ah. Uh, 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 don't I knew you were gonna say that because of how I phrased that. I realized just after that I should have phrased it differently. But like actually they're like, show us your finest piece of music. What would you show them? Uh Phil Collins, two sides of the story. <laughs> <laughs> what? Okay, Gucci. I don't care. I would I, I would call you. I would call you. Why do you not care about anything? Tell us something that you care deeply about. Go. For once, let's meet Gucci. The man behind the the facade. What I care about. Yeah. Stuff. Uh. <laughs> Do you not Guys, Gideon wants to be here right now. I know, he really wants to be here. <laughs> Tell us something that you're deeply passionate about. Internet no. argument. Uh, yeah, maybe. Now you're making me sound like I have no... No... No, uh, no hobbies or interests? Yeah. Whose fault is that? Is that my fault? <laughs> I mean, you were you were, you were putting it up like that. Like I, I don't burn for anything. I just like I don't care. Yeah, uh, is it true? No. I'm, well, I'm then it should chill. be an easy question. I'm just chill. <laughs> <laughs> I burn for knowledge. <laughs> All right. All right, man. Yeah. Uh, like, I'm trying I to just think of finished. It. Oh, go. You no, know, you go. No, no, we, we no, want no. to hear no, from you, Gujon. We thing want is, to hear is, from you. I just finished my PhD thesis. Hey. And I have, I I was like, last week, I had no clue what I was going to do after work. And I felt like I I watched TV for two hours and then I was, now I'm done. I realize that this is slightly different, but on, an, on a, a level of trying to empathize with you, it's kind of like when you get obsessed with a, a, se- a series on TV on Netflix and then you binge watch it and then you come to the end of that and then you feel like your life's empty and you have nothing to do. Yeah. And you always feel like there's literally no other show on earth that could be good. Yeah. Yeah. That's how I felt after BoJack Horseman. So I, when the final season came out, I waited forever to watch it because I didn't want it to end and it made me sad. And then I eventually did watch it. And then when it ended, I had that feeling, and so what I did was I just immediately started from season one, episode one, and watched the whole thing again. Nice. So that's a solution. <laughs> that's a solution. <laughs> Are you going to uh, ask for trial by combat to defend your thesis? 
No, I would do Is that possible? Way. I don't I don't want to die. I <laughs> you could you could joust for it. That'd be sick. Oh yeah, that would be sick. Can you ask for trial by combat? No, I don't think they do that. It sounds like it would be some like medieval law that was never taken off the books that no mm, one ever. Yeah, like you can kill you an know. Englishman with a longbow as long as you do it at twelve o'clock on April first or something like that. Yeah, but that's probably is that I've heard this before, but I don't think that's even true, right? I, I don't know. It's just one it of the ones like that does bullshit. the rounds every year at some point. But yeah. apparently, apparently it was legal to kill a Turk in Iceland for a long time. Nice. Icelandic really? law, we were allowed to kill Turks in Iceland. But like, what is that true? Because I, like, if there's I, a law that says that, but then there's another like different law that says you can't kill. Yeah. Then I like, mean, which one wins? Wouldn't they? I don't know. I think you can't kill a person. I think that's that's generally frowned upon. I mean, it, I guess it depends on the type of legal system, right? If it's like a jury-based system, like in the states then technically anything is legal so long as the jury won't convict you of it, right? You know what I mean? Mm, interesting. Like, if there's not a jury alive that would convict you for killing a Turk, yeah. then it's functionally legal to kill a Turk, regardless of whether it's written in the books or not. Yeah. Yeah. But I don't think Iceland works like that. It's just a judge or some shit, right? Yeah. Nobody knows, I don't think. No, nobody cares. <laughs> nobody cares. <laughs> <laughs> Ah, uh, boy, <laughs> Jesus. I'm not sure we're interesting. <laughs> no. <laughs> what we did is we burned the voicemail too early. I'm trying to think of silly stories from silly stories from work that I haven't told on the podcast yet. Okay. Did I tell a story about the seagull? No. So a seagull flew into a patient's room the other day. Oh, nice. Yeah, and sat on the table and then the occupational therapist came in, saw the seagull, screamed. The seagull panicked, grabbed the patient's medication and flew off with it. Oh. Then the patient woke up, didn't see the seagull at all, just saw the occupational therapist looking in her direction, screaming. Mm. Then the patient starts screaming. Yeah. And then the whole thing ends with the occupational therapist going outside and finding the medication that the seagull dropped. Was it in a bottle? Uh, I don't know what the medication was, but oh, it wasn't, okay. it was, I don't know, I think it was a cream or something. I don't know. Mm. It's weird that the seagull picked the medication. Yeah. Or was yeah. it like the flashiest Like, Do seagulls like, is it crows that like shiny things? Like shiny objects. Yeah. Did you know so. that crows are super smart? Have we talked about this before? Uh, yeah. I don't know if we talked about it in the podcast, but yeah, they're super smart. Crows are, so crows uh, can solve a a puzzle that has multiple steps. Oh. Like if there's a cage with something in it that like with a key somewhere, they can like take a branch uh, and use the branch to get the key and then take the key and use the key to like open something. They no, can like think cool. in multiple steps, which is crazy. There was yeah. a video I saw recently of a guy who trained crows to pick up litter in particular. Oh, cigarette bottle butts? caps. Oh no, it was bottle caps that I saw. But I guess the same principle applies. Where basically he just created a machine where every time you fed it a bottle cap, it gave out some bird food, mm. and then over the course of a few weeks, taught these crows how it worked. Um, and then by the end of it, they just kept on bringing bottle caps and getting food. There was some story that's exactly like this, except that crows like ended up gaming the system. Nice. So they would That's like good. pick through the trash or something and pick out cigarette butts and bring them. So they were mm. sneaky little boys. That is good. 
I would I would enjoy having like an intelligent bird pet, except birds are fucking horrible. <laughs> They're so loud and they create a mess. They can't control their bowel movements. There's they fucking stink. Mm. They're not ideal pets in a lot of ways, unfortunately. Yeah, when I was uh, couch surfing in Iceland, we went up to Akureyri and uh, we stayed. There's a beer factory there, isn't there? Yeah. yeah. And we some might call this, it a brewery. A brewery. Yeah. And uh, we stayed at this guy's house who worked at the brewery, and I think he just I think he just stole beer regularly. And so nice. if, if we stayed at his, then we would just get a massive supply of beer. And he had a budgie, and it was noisy and annoying pet birds are always noisy and annoying mm. that was so long story to say there was a person that had a pet yeah i was starting to bore myself at the end of it as well to be honest. <laughs> oh, god <laughs> but he did, we did wake up in the middle of, he was a bit of a i think he was also an alcoholic to be honest it, was, it wasn't a great job for him to work at the brewery um, i mean and we did wake stealing up. alcohol from his work <laughs> <laughs> well we woke up in the middle of the night to go for a pee and he's just he's just sitting there with his face and deep in his plate of beans oh that's uh, not good yeah. i could never i've never no. fallen asleep in food and i can see it going wrong yeah like can you, can you technically die that way if you fall asleep in a plate of beans like you could suffocate yourself right yeah. i feel like you'd wake up from the suffocation but if, if you were drunk yeah yeah that's like how yeah. people die on heroin overdoses is usually because did you know this actually this is interesting most people that die of heroin overdoses don't actually die of heroin overdoses. They actually just choke on their vomit because they're also drinking because a lot of people drink with heroin because they think the heroin is so super dangerous, which I guess it is, that they also want to like drink so that they don't have to do as much heroin. But then if you drink and do heroin at the same time, then you won't wake up when you throw up from the alcohol because of the heroin, and then you'll choke and die. Oh. Interesting. <laughs> <laughs> is this a theory or a real thing it's a real thing i was reading this was uh i guess i can try to find this article but it was uh this was a doctor man speaking this was in some town in the states where there was like a they were like in the center of the opioid epidemic mm-hmm. uh, and they were saying that most of their deaths were not because of heroin but were because of alcohol mixed with heroin mm. so are you suggesting that maybe heroin is safer than alcohol Heard it here no, first, guys. No, I'm I'm not. <laughs> no, I'm suggesting the that the alcohol and heroin mixed together is much worse than heroin. Mm, yeah. It's worse than the sum of its parts. Yeah, nice. Very good. And there's not a similar odd thing for um, ecstasy where you get really thirsty and yeah. people who die often die from overhydration yeah. and just peeing out loads of their salts. Well, you'd basically just dilute yourself to the point where you're like cells fuck up because there's you, way too much water and too you, little salt. You die. Water you... sucks. Gatorade's better. In that case, it's actually true because if you if you drink way too much Gatorade, you won't have this same problem. Yeah, because you're replacing the salts. I know. Another That's the first week. time I've ever said that, and it's actually made sense. I think. <laughs> yeah. So if you're doing ecstasy, then water does suck. Gatorade is better. <laughs> and this is our other skill of the week, I guess. Yeah. Why do you hate this, Guyon? <laughs> I see you hating it. I see you hating it. No, I don't. <laughs> I, I want to turn, some... off, the turn off the camera. You want to give us some pharmacological technicality as to why we're wrong, but we're actually right. You just want to say something about pharmacology. Go. Is this true or not true? No. Okay. I wish it was. I wish it was. 
<laughs> I no, want no, I, I want to see you get bored again, Guthion, and just go back in your chair again. <laughs> and just go to sleep. Just literally go to sleep. <laughs> I oh, was trying Lord. to say you dilute yourself. Yeah. Yeah. Very good. Die. Die. Oh, you were try you were making a sound based pun. Yeah. Oh, I didn't Very even good. get it. I was too <laughs> no. stupid. I was a big dumb dummy. I feel like probably most people didn't get it, so don't beat yourself up. Because I too didn't get it I, I, until I did. Yeah. Maybe you are just also a big dumb dummy. <laughs> That's actually probable. Yeah. I wrote that in an email today. I was trying to. A big to, dumb dummy? Yeah. I was emailing someone about a research project and I asked, and I was trying, I was, I was trying to like get something sorted. And it was the secretaries who were supposed to be finding me notes and stuff. And then I, I was like, I can't see what, I can't understand, I don't understand what you're getting at, but maybe I'm just being a big dumb dummy. Oh, nice. Yeah. I do that too, where I, if I'm sending an email or a message to this effect, I will always say something like that about myself. Like, maybe I'm just the idiot, or like, maybe I'm blind, or whatever, you know? Big dumb dummy. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I did something the other day, speaking of emails, that I never do, and I wrote this email to a lecturer of mine as like a, well, LinkedIn message. My first time ever doing that sort of shit, because I wanted him to pay me money in the future if possible because he was some anyway it doesn't matter and i wrote them this like try hard message and i felt bad doing it because i felt like a cunt but i did it anyway and then maybe like an hour later i get an email that said this guy has responded to your message on linkedin and i was like oh shit damn he said something hmm. and it got me like a little bit excited a little bit nervous and all this fucking shit and then i go into linkedin and i open up my messages and his reply is just a fucking thumbs up emoji. Oh. <laughs> that is such a horrible thing to do to somebody. I mean, it was a nice emoji, at least. It would have been worse if it was fingered down. <laughs> or like a, I don't or even like, know if that would have been or worse. Or like mi middle finger. That, I feel like that would have been better. The thumbs up emoji and the thumbs up reaction is my least favorite one of all. I think it's almost never not insulting uh, wrong i use what? it quite regularly with people it's not i insulting. hate it it's the only the only time it's ex it's acceptable is when if you say something like i'm on my way or like i'll be there in five minutes like a thing that requires literally no reply yeah. but it may require an acknowledgement then a thumbs up is fine but never in any other circumstances never <laughs> especially not this like you send someone something like this and they give a thumbs up that's horrible and almost everything else. If you write to someone like, hey, I'm having a birthday party, blah, 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 it's on the 7th of Renterna, and then someone just replies with a thumbs up, they can go fuck themselves. <laughs> but I guess you're a writing bitch in this scenario, aren't you? Yeah. So you just Wait, gotta, what? Well, I mean, you're the you're the punter in this scenario who's like yeah. trying to get something off someone in a senior position. You kind of just got to, to ride that wave. Yeah, yeah, I mean, definitely. Definitely. But like, I still, I'm going to call him out on it without calling him out because no one knows who I'm talking about. And he will never listen to this, <clears throat> but I'm still going to call him out. Since nice. we guys now are, are re recording this with video, yeah. I feel like my teeth are too straight. <laughs> I don't think that's a real thing. <laughs> my teeth are too straight. Just, they do look like dentures. A bit too perfect, really. Yeah. If Dan told you right now that he had dentures, would you believe him? Yeah. I, think I, I don't. Would, actually. Yeah. I don't. <laughs> yeah, but you do. No. Did, you, did either of you ever had braces? No. no. Did you have any sort of teeth straightening, correcting procedure? No. Nice. I had, all I had was these like hooks on, uh, f I guess four of my teeth, but they basically just connected two and two, right? You know, so you put these like rubber bands, uh. like onto the hooks. 
Uh-huh. Oh God! I just thinking of it, I remember what the feeling was like. It's horrible, man. It's like mm. fucking pulling your teeth like into position. It's horrible. Oh. Yeah. Other than that, I have perfect teeth. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Shall we wrap this puppy up? Yeah, I mean, yes. obviously, it's almost midnight here, man. It's- yeah, wrap it in. I was gonna say skill of the week, but we've given people so much this week already. I think. Yeah. Yeah. When you're doing drugs, be- drink Gatorade, and what was the other one? Uh. Ask people, find a question that's going to be a good litmus test. Oh, yeah. That's actually a great one. I'm going to think of what my question would be. Mm-hmm. That can, you can ask us it next week and see if we react appropriately or not. Oh, and if not, then we cancel the podcast. Yeah, yeah. Because you don't need to tell us it's your litmus test question. You just you can just slip it in there. I feel like I've done this plenty of times in the podcast, and Gudeon always just says, I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> so he's failed my litmus test again and again. <laughs> and like a domestically abused individual, I just keep coming back. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking hell. Is that a, one I have to bleep? Nah. <laughs> no. Uh, Lord. Okay, uh, Gooch, do you have any uh, parting words for us? Yeah, I found this one. We rise by lifting others. Nice. That, that, uh, actu- that actually hurts. That's... That actually hurts. Because <laughs> you can't lift I, a person? I, I can't lift a person. You can. You can have them sit in your lap and raise your chair. Okay. All and right. then you literally do rise. Yeah. Okay. Okay, it's better than I thought. Yeah. And then, 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 zzz, be kind. Oh, very good. Uh, Monroe's up. Did you see you what have... I did there? <clears throat> uh, yeah, you created static because uh, bees are afraid of electricity. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly, I get it. Monroe, do you have any inspirational quotes or parting words? Uh, thanks to... Leo of the Gundal Bundle for his voicemail. Yeah. Send your, if we can get a voicemail from Hong Kong, please, please. Speaking of Hong Kong, wait, uh, do we have any updates from fucking, uh, what's his name? Ravi Mina? No, no. I've sent him a message. What a dickhead. And I tried to add him on Facebook and he's not accepting. And then I deleted the request so that I could put in another one. And he's also not responding. So Jesus, what an asshole. Yeah. I know. But you, that's all you have? You don't have any inspirational uh, quotes for us? No. Don't be a big dumb dummy. <clears throat> Fair enough. Uh, yeah, send us shit. Send us voicemails. Send us uh, send us gifts, actually. Yeah, I want we some We haven't gotten gifts. any. Yeah, I want some gifts. I, I have a gift. I have a, uh, on my wall, I have a glass board, uh, a Calling Monroe branded glass board where I can write down my my topics of discussion, which I really should have done for today's episode. Yeah. Because I feel like nobody was on top of their game. No. <laughs> and on it, there were pre three pre-written quotes. This is from Anna, and there were three pre-written quotes on it, yeah. uh, and they're quite good. So Anna, got, them, Anna wrote those quotes, did she? That's good. That's very good. Yeah. So the first one is by Gucci, and the quote is, what? I wasn't listening. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like they're not necessarily meant to be direct quotes. They're meant to be uh, representative, sort of summing yeah, summing us up as people. Yeah. Uh, for Monroe, it says "my dick," which actually is a direct quote, but also does sum you up. Yeah, yeah. And then mine is "I hate happy people," uh, which yeah. which does yeah. sum you up as well. <laughs> does sum me up because she I has hate. got us down to a fucking T. That's I don't think I could have thought of three quotes. 
for us. Uh, even half as well as that. Yeah. No, I could have thought of maybe for Guyon because he is never listening. <laughs> yeah. But uh, I, I'm listening. Or now. I probably would have just said I don't care. Would yeah. Have been or that one, mm. yeah. Yeah. So send us some swag, bros. Yes. Like if you if you loved us, you would send us gifts. <laughs> Quite money, money, you money. That. You would send us money. Yeah. I mean, b- both. Why not yeah. money and gifts? Yeah. Yeah. So do that. Like I'm shocked that no one has done this yet. So please start doing that. That would be nice. Uh, and also just keep on tracking. Yeah. Goodbye, folks. Bye bye. Bye bye. Bye bye. You're feeling low. In need of a bro. There's one thing that makes your heart start to glow. Calling Monroe Calling Monroe Calling Monroe Calling Monroe